0: I'm <laughs> With episode twenty nine of the Time Tag Game Podcast. I'm once again joined by Josh Statics. Are you guys as sick and tired
1: of Netflix? Are you guys as happy that Netflix is getting a lot of shit Dog, relations? Fuck Netflix. I, I am I don't know why. Am I wrong for feeling happy that Netflix is getting a lot of backlash? Because I'm, no, I'm just I'm just loving it.
0: They've made bad policy decision after bad policy decision, <laughs> anti consumer decision after anti consumer decision. Like, yes. no, this is the this is the the culmination of all that shit,
1: bro. I I am sitting there like a villain. I'm just like, yes, let the hate flow right through you. See oh. the wickedness and and the you know the foolishness they have brought upon us. Like I've been I've been on fuck Netflix since 2019. I've been feeling this way for a long
0: time, dude. I've heard people. Like, and when I say I've heard people, it's like random <laughs> accounts on Twitter and stuff like that. Right. They're saying, I'm canceling Netflix after 10 years <laughs> of constant subscription. <laughs> my dad, my dad uh, has had a Netflix subscription since they were sending DVDs through the mail. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember those He's, days. He's, and I would be willing to bet as soon as I tell him about this policy change, because we all use his Netflix. Yeah. That shit is going to be gone overnight. Yeah. And it's just like, holy shit, you are going to lose a lot of long time customers. They, it is going to be a slap in the face. I'm surprised they
1: haven't lost them yet when they were upping the prices, even for like, they upped the prices for very little content. Like, yeah. What really like annoyed me it's like, um, like fucking. I, I remember I was playing at one point in time. I was playing like fifteen ninety nine just for four K, and it was mm. just, and it was just four K. You have four different devices, and then if you wanted ten eighty P, you were paying like I think twelve ninety nine. And now they're charging like seven ninety nine for just four eighty P content. Like you're charging more four eighty P. Yes, Goddamn. that's what it was now. But now they changed it to where you have like six ninety nine. I think just for seven twenty P content with ads and then like now the 4k uh, plan is like it's it's 1999 and then 1080p is 1549 or something like that it's like you're charging so much for very little content like people are only watching this shit just for stranger things and hoping for squid games after that shit's over with y'all
0: y'all are done y'all are done (laughs) dude seriously like imagine a paid tier for something and still having ads that is a wild concept dude you're like ads should exist for a free tier of something right you're telling me i'm paying for a service and it still has oh. Come on, bro. Is this cable? Yeah. Fuck and, no. Yeah, it was supposed and, to be a cable replacement. Right.
1: And then was, was crazy. Like, they act so conceited and think, like, yeah, we're the big dogs. We're the trendsetters. Listen, you're going to end up just like PUBG. PUBG was that great game that was cool for its time. And then the other competition just took took some of that formula, formula and made something fun and fresh. And it was cool. And they just shitted on PUBG ever since. Dude,
0: And that's this is feel- the wrong time to be doing it. Right. Josh, and, it is. Yeah. Because... How much how much competition do they have now? There they, are so many fucking streaming services. And they have a lot more content.
1: Like my friend, like like my parents, you know, they have that family plan for like Disney Plus for Hulu and uh, you know, the ESPN stuff and they pay like I think 12.99 a month or something like that. And I pay That's for and I pay for HBO Max. So we exchange passwords and everything. They get to watch stuff for HBO Max. Yeah. I get to watch the Disney Plus stuff. And it works both ways and such. And and the funny thing is, I get content. Content I really want to see. Netflix is like, they put stuff on there and take it away. And then it's a lot of foreign stuff that you, you really don't give a fuck about for half, half the damn time. And it's just at least when I got HBO Max, I can watch Game of Thrones, the Sopranos, uh, the Watchmen, some DC content, movies or whatever. And same thing with Disney Plus. I, can, I actually pay for content I actually want to see. And I don't have to worry about, you know, some shit just getting taken out there. unless You know, but, but that's besides the point. The thing yeah. is, it's like there's so much competition out there. And you're not paying an, an ass load of money just to watch some shit,
0: some, some shitty shit. That's just what it is. And one thing, it, this really drives home the point people are willing to pay for content they deem as good. People are clearly okay with paying um, for $70 games. People may say they don't want to pay right. for $70 games, but that is not reflected in the data whatsoever. But when you make a policy decision like this, yeah, that is so yeah. aggressively anti-consumer, yes. you're telling me you have to jump through hoops to share this with your family members? Right. Yeah. No. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. I, I'm 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 sure our Netflix account is gonna be canceled the moment I tell dad about this. Um because like, you know, obviously I'm uh you know, we live in different households, but yeah, we're a family, so we share the family Netflix account and I guess that's just going away. Yeah. So whoopee. Um See yeah. ya. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh let us know if you're gonna cancel your Netflix subscription. Good. We're curious. Yeah. yeah. Um but <laughs> Surprise, surprise. That was a good episode. Episode 29 is not about Netflix, actually, even though we just <laughs> talked a lot about it. And also, that was not the bad news that, that I have for you later in the podcast, Josh. <laughs> I just want- I got way worse news than that. Oh, no, I mean, I'm all ears for it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, gamers. But uh, we're so happy you're joining us on this uh, exciting episode of the Time Attack Gaming Podcast. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk... Quickly about some good news, bad news later in the podcast. We got our chance time question coming up, and then we're gonna talk about remakes again (laughs) because gamers. Oh boy, I was wrong. I was wrong, I've been wrong before, and I will be wrong again. Write that down, Josh. I'll be wrong again. Oh, you, can, you can bet your bottom dollar on it. I'll be wrong again. I'm literally typing it as he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, we've, we've talked about remakes in the past. I kind of need to double back on some things, and that's going to be our main topic that we're going to talk about later. But first, <laughs> we got to do the chance time question. Our special question at the beginning of the podcast that we used to break the proverbial ice, if you will. Yes, sir. Uh, where um, this is actually a question from one of our listeners, and uh, it was really cool, and I wanted to, you know, propose the question to Josh, so here we go. All right. In your opinion, out of all the side characters that exist in gaming- Oh, boy. That don't have their own spin off game or series, which, which side character deserves their own game or series, and why? Cause like you know how we have Ratchet and Clank and we have Secret Agent Clank, so yeah. you can't say Clank. He's already got his game. Right. Oh, what man. would you pick out of all the side characters and games? See, like
1: part of me want to say Knuckles, but he had that one game that just didn't. He did. did it just uh,
0: the music's chaotic, yeah, right? Yeah, the music yep. was
1: great, but the game was just uh, yeah, it was something else. Uh, it was a gimmick that didn't need to be a gimmick. Uh, it was certainly a game. Damn yeah th- there That's are so there are so many characters that can get their own spinoffs i mean shoot
0: I even princess peach had her own spinoff she, super she princess did, peach she did
1: you know what i think i'm gonna i'm gonna play safe right now until i find a better answer but i can totally see like uh falco from Star Fox get his own spinoff
0: if they could do it right a falco game yes that's interesting because, like we've had Falco playable in a Star fox game, but it's still a star fox game right, right, right. that would be interesting. maybe it would be like Falco before he joined star fox right i could yeah I could see like that happening um that'd be awesome. I don't even know if Meta Knight had his own game or not um I no, he hasn't had his own game he's had like mini games that were a part of like kirby superstar and stuff like that but he hasn't had his own dedicated like meta night game right i think the potential especially for like maybe more in-depth combat in comparison to a lot of kirby games right you know i think there's potential there
1: you know it's crazy i don't know like it's funny every mario character at some point has their own
0: game but then i start thinking yeah how come bowser has bowser ever got his own game um you might be able to consider bowser's inside story uh, okay but you that, play as bowser yeah. for half the time and then you play as the mario brothers inside of bowser's like I you think. know so that's, that's body
1: yeah so that's 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 gonna be it's taken awesome. <laughs> that's gonna be taken away well
0: Damn. <laughs> i want to say mine real quick because i i'm worried you're accidentally gonna say it and go then ahead. i won't have an answer go ahead uh, i think that the the easy pick here is waluigi I don't think there is a single video game character more deserving of their <laughs> of their own game than 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 Waluigi right now. Um, oh, you could man. so easily make a Wario Brothers game. Yeah. Where Waluigi is a main character where Wario and Waluigi go on like heists or stuff like that or like just cause mischief, do backhanded stuff. Yeah, I think that would be fucking awesome, dude. Oh man, I will I would
1: love to play a game with Luigi. It's like they like yeah. they're like the replacements for like Mario and Luigi. They go on
0: vacation somewhere. <laughs>
1: and then they, they're supposed to hold the fort in the Mushroom
0: Kingdom, but they just keep fucking it up and make shit worse. <laughs> I think I think there's a lot of potential. I think there's a lot of potential. And it's like while Luigi's really been relegated to just Hey, you're not going anywhere except like the sports games yeah, and the spinoff games. That's you all will it. never be a part of the main like Mario universe, and that bums me out.
1: Yeah, people, people like, really. Oh, he deserves it. Yeah, people really wanted him to be in Smash, and so that that never happened. I was one of those people, man. I was like, damn, they they said you you a spirit. What they what they call that shit? That's all you're gonna be, just a spirit. Yeah. That's all. That's That's it. Just a spirit. I'm like, bro, how how can you do this to us? <laughs> Yeah,
0: I mean Waluigi. No, I think I think that's that's got to be my answer. Yeah, it, it,
1: it's it's interesting because I I don't know I don't really I don't really know at this one because I I mean I feel like like Atreus from God of War is, can, can can get his own uh, spin off if they could, but then again it could be his own. I don't know that that's that's. A, I think
0: I think the next God of War is going to be an Atreus game. Yeah, I think like I, primarily.
1: Yeah, like um. I know Uncharted they can do a spinoff of one of the characters. Like they already did one with Chloe, which I had, a, which I have, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, they could probably do one with Sam, the uh, Nathan's uh, brother. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. there's so many they can do. Uh, yeah, it, it's just, it, it's just, there's just so many. I've been thinking about it for a minute. Yeah, I like, I, got, I like, I, got, I like
0: the Falco idea. Honestly,
1: I, I got one. Yeah, they could do a Mortal Kombat game uh and you play as Johnny Cage. Oh. I would That would be awesome. I think I think they could do that. And I don't know how they could do it but I think Johnny Cage would be fun. He's an engaging character and he's and he could be funny as he is annoying and I think they could do that. They could, they could like you know do something around his like day-to-day life as a movie star and people like you're a shitty movie star and then they can like blend that in with like the mortal combat events i don't know they, they could really would, do something would it be
0: something like shallon monks
1: yes something like like that. in
0: terms like it wouldn't be a traditional fighting game because technically like you play oh, as no. every character no
1: no yeah it'd be like shallow monks or something but better. right okay
0: <laughs> no that's good i like that i it, think it, i think it, it, also the concept of a falco game like before he joined Yeah. That would be cool because maybe he was like, you know, like a Lone Ranger type character mm-hmm. before then.
1: Yeah, I mean, he could he, he's out of him and the, of of the crew that like he 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 definitely like stands out outside of uh Peppy and Slippy. Yeah, yeah. He, Peppy
0: it, might be interesting too because you would actually get to see what it was like when Fox's dad yeah. was a part of Star Fox. So if Peppy was the main character, you would yeah. go on missions with Fox's dad yeah that could work. which would be fucking sick. I still love that scene from star fox sixty four like when you're flying away, when Fox is <laughs> trying to escape andros, yeah uh like his base exploding, and then yeah, he sees his dad, and whether or not that's actually his dad or it's like yeah you know we, we, an emotional moment where he feels his dad's presence there, right um just your father you're just like your. you're just like your father, fox.
1: Yeah, barrel the, we need a new star fox game, but yeah Nintendo, please don't forget about your boy yeah. the <laughs> last
0: one was so poorly received and 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 it's it's a shame because i love I love Star fox here I think it's a great game, you know, and I was really bummed to see like everyone hate on it so much
1: I know I, 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 is it weird that I, I really want that game to get ported onto the switch? No, I think it would be
0: great, um, I, yeah. and I think that would give that game a second life, especially because right. um, if they ported it to Switch, they would have to do away with the motion controls, yeah. so it can be played in handheld mode.
1: I think too. Like what annoyed me because I was recording content at one point in time, and then like all the dialogue and stuff was into the gamepad, so I had to do like weird. Tr- I had to do some tricking t- for like basically anybody who records content and such in general. It, it it's it's a pain in the ass when you're playing a Wii U game and all the audio that's important to hear is in the gamepad and you can't hear it on the recording end of things. So I have to use like a like an audio cap an aux cable to do all the other shit. It's completely irrelevant yeah. to the conversation, but basically the point is I'm trying to say is hopefully they can if they were to put it they can like fix the issue to where not not everything is so reliant on that gamepad. It just makes it more stream like I think the game would be a lot more well received too.
0: You could you could totally rework the game to kind of remove the gamepad from the equation. That that one hundred percent is possible. Yeah. Um, and look, they did it, they they did it with Skyward Sword. That entire game was played with motion controls, and they ported it to the Switch. Yes, 5. they did. So they can they, they can do Star Fox Zero if they really want to. I think it's more of like, hey, even if we do nail this, yeah, is it going to sell? Eh, maybe not as much as like. You know, like a Zelda does nah. no let's be honest, Star Fox is still relatively niche in comparison
1: it may it may it may do up to seventy five percent of like the earnings of probably like the metroid games
0: like Metroid games are very niche too. Yeah. Yeah. They are. A lot of a, a lot of the main Nintendo franchises are more niche than I feel like we people had, give them credit for.
1: I feel like we talked about this priorly before too.
0: <laughs> we had like a Yeah, com- we talked about it when I think <laughs> in regards to Metroid Dread, we were talking about it. Yeah, we were talking about how niche Yeah, I mean Like Earthbound is niche, Metroid's niche, Star Fox is niche, yeah. um, uh F Zero is niche. There's Damn. been a lot of niche first party Nintendo Rhythm Heaven is a niche niche game even um warioware so this this
1: makes you so 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 that is really begs the question who who uh forgets about their titles the most sony or nintendo Uh,
0: that's (laughs) i i'm honestly gonna have to go with sony and this is why i say obviously i'm a nintendo fan so there's there's inherent bias there but yeah the reason why nintendo's like hey you're forgetting your franchise is because nintendo has so fucking many they've been in this game longer than anyone true they have so many more first party in-house developed franchises than any of the other competitors, it's not even close. That's true. So it's easy to be like, oh, you're forgetting this, 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 and this. And then, whereas with PlayStation, it's like, okay, they're making Horizon, God We're, of War, yeah, like, Last of Us, yeah. for like the past two console generations. Yeah,
1: you're yeah, like, another one? And meanwhile, you know, Nerfstorm's like, bro, I'm waiting on Sly Cooper. We're waiting on Infamous. Oh, I want that so <laughs> goddamn badly. And
0: obviously, you know, me, me saying those three games, that's That's hyperbolic, but I'm just using that to, to make a point. Just before anyone's like, well, there's actually a lot more. I know there's a lot more, but they don't revisit their old franchises nearly as often. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: it's a bunch of new ideas. And you're like, am I gonna like this game? Which is great. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. That's great. It's good for new. It's great. It's cool. We have new IPs, and it's like, great. But then, you know, and I hate to say this now, even though I love a lot of Sony games, but. I think we talked about it before. Like, a lot of them are very cinematically as fuck now. And it's like, I kind of want to go back to when games were a little bit more gamey than it is cinematic y. (laughs) And that
0: (laughs) brings us perfectly into our next topic. I'm so glad you said that.
1: (laughs) Because
0: (laughs) um, we're going to talk about what we've been playing recently, and I've been playing Hi Fi Rush. And that is the perfect example of a AAA studio doing a more. Gamey game, right? And it just absolutely fucking stuck the landing. Hi-Fi <laughs> Rush is incredible. It's the best exclusive that Xbox has had in years. Oh man, um, if you have a PC or, or or you have an Xbox, play this. This is like a game being made with the game design principles of a PS2 GameCube era game <laughs> with modern technology. It's Awesome! It's so cool. Mm-hmm. It'll bring you back to like early two thousands Capcom era. Oh yeah, it's 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 good shit. Like beautiful Joe, oh, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, if you yeah. like that kind of stuff, those vibes that you get from playing a game, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! You need to check out Hi Fi Rush. It is an <laughs> excellent game.
1: Yep, I play. I played like I did. I actually was recording like a let's play for um, for what I played for like the first hour. I I right. love what I saw so far. I felt. This is like Devil May May Cry with just like meets Sunset Overdrive for some reason meets Jesse Radio plus Beautiful Joe and then the movie Baby Driver all into one. They had a baby and this was like Hi-Fi Rush. And I'm just like, it's cool. It It really is that cool. And the the best part about it, it just dropped. It just just came out of nowhere. They
0: announced it and dropped it the same. I don't know why they didn't think that that. This game deserved a marketing campaign. It it's a game of the year contender. Seriously. Yeah. It, it's it's fucking awesome. Came out of nowhere Xbox first party game. This is what I wanted last year. You know, this is what I bitched about incessantly last year. We had <laughs> multiple podcasts where we either talked mainly about us being disappointed with Xbox's first party offerings or Starfield. just referencing it at some point in the podcast. Yeah, we're talking about Star Starts Hi-Fi Rush drops. Right. Could this be the turning point? It
1: could be. I saw it could be. IGN gave it a nine out of ten, so that's saying something. Dude,
0: dude, it's sitting at a 90 on Open Critic right now. Do you know how few games crack that 90? That's That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I know I know critic reviews are are their own thing. We've talked about that. Yeah. I, I am very like, critic reviews are not gospel in any way to me. But <laughs> it's, it's a general idea that people are enjoying the game because the Steam user reviews are also insanely high. That's insanely high. That's A. So when critics are happy, when gamers are happy, everyone's happy. And what whatever company is going to make more of whatever Hi-Fi Rush is, that's what I fucking want. Yeah. That's, I'm down for that.
1: You know what's funny? Because I was talking with friends about this, and I was like, like I, for the first hour, I was just... Hooked into it, and I was just like, I think what we're missing in the gaming landscape these days because like lately is it, I'm gonna say it seems like I'm not gonna say it is. It seems like we've been getting a lot of games that are pretty much like doom and gloom, like depressing, themish, and we, we're missing that that create creative fun, just going on a journey, just having fun. The games that made you feel like you were having fun, having a great blast, and they're colorful and they're lighthearted and they're just full of attitude and just cool. A lot of games are missing that cool to it, <laughs> you know? Yep. And I feel like that's what it was when we, like a lot of us who grew up playing games back then, we saw that was like, is this a PS2 era game from way back in the day
0: that I'm missing? Yep. And, 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 that's and, what it feels like. It feels like a PS2 game and, in the best way.
1: Yeah. And it feels like the people were behind it, like Shinji Mikami, these people from taking game works. It was like, yo, let's make a game that people, let's, let's make a game that people have been missing for a very long time. And they just and they they, did we didn't ask for it, but we're happy it happened. So that's that's the
0: answer of it. Yep. And and I think it's important to mention that um, it's not that these type of games don't exist. A lot of indie developers are really coming up with these creative ideas, but AAA studios are rarely putting dollars. um, Besides, like some of Nintendo's smaller projects, rarely putting dollars behind this kind of game. Right. And here's here's the thing. If this is the direction the industry's going in, and Xbox is kind of looking into these types of experiences, let's pre- let's pretend this is the start of a trend. Right. We're eating good. Because if PlayStation's making the big blockbuster cinematic games, you have Xbox making the more ex- uh, experimental AAA games with still a, in, in, an enormous budget, and then you have Nintendo right. making Nintendo games, which we ne- always need to have those in the industry. Dude, right. that's a pretty balanced fucking industry, in my opinion. I think so, because we
1: we really... We really need that because, yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff I I I miss. And I, yeah, if Microsoft can continue to like, hey, capitalize off that shit, <laughs> make yeah. make make funny games. you know what's funny too? Like it's kind of like off topic, but like even like EA, from what I hear, is now they're down down they're leaning more towards like original single player material. And it's like, huh? And now y'all casting yep. like apex mobile and all these other projects i was like damn it's like back then y'all were the ones saying that oh yeah we don't see the future in single player games and now what are do y'all doing y'all yeah. making single player content
0: now huh y'all eating your own words huh <laughs> and josh once again the Segway king today because I- that's exactly what i was going to talk about next oh Dead my space is the other game i've been playing <laughs> it is a single player ea game that is <laughs> kicking ass in sales and in critic and in, in, it's it's one of the best remakes i've ever played i want to get it so bad. full stop <laughs> dude it is fucking incredible it's it perfectly encapsulates the atmosphere, the tone, everything that made the first Dead Space special. Yeah. All of the new additions they made are fantastic. Even Isaac speaking. He he speaks so infrequently that the tone of the game is still kept. Oh, that's good. Um Yeah. It's like it's not like a first party PlayStation game. This is not a dig, by the way. This is just an artistic decision. Good. Where good. the main character is constantly talking to themselves. Right. And like commenting on things they see in the environment. Isaac doesn't speak unless. Unless he's stomping on something, which he's screaming like and yelling, like, fuck you sometimes when he stomps, when he gets really frustrated. Right. Or um, when he's speaking to a character that is directly speaking to him. Oh, He man. doesn't speak. He's silent. Oh, man. It's perfect. It's- and EA, please do more of this. Whatever, you're, whatever this is, I don't care if it's a new project. I don't care if you want to do another remake. Not just Dead Space, more of this. You could totally rebuild your reputation. Ooh, they can making more games like the Dead Space remake. back then, like EA was that, EA was that uh,
1: that developer that company that was making a lot of fresh games back then. Even like Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect. Um, even like way back then, I remember growing up playing like NBA and NFL Street. And they were just, like, arcadey sports games that were just fun as hell. Even, like, the Def Jam series, when they had the license up there, it was just fun and fresh-ass games just for people to check out and have a good-ass time playing. It's like, if you go back to the fun aspect, to remember why gamers love video games in the first place, you will probably make a lot more money in the the long term. You know, it's, it's, like... We're not saying you know we're not, you know we're not saying like we're done with like multiplayer and shit like that because that's that's that still has to be a thing. But it's just if games are being made with a lot of love and care, you your games in the long term will be a lot more well received. And I definitely want to give this uh, Dead Space remake uh, a try. Okay, so I have to ask for um, go for <laughs> it. So in comparison to the first one, is it like is is it for for what i say said it is, It's like it's there is some things are bar for bar but they added some new stuff to it as well
0: yeah so that's actually a great question um you do not have to play the first game to play this good this is a remake of the first game it is mostly um the same experience there are rooms that are changed there are sequences that are changed there are some story the way they tell the story is a bit different in some areas but this is very much the first dead space yeah and the the changes they did make are very positive and just help people stay engaged with the story in a more meaningful way. Oh man. So, um, I don't have any negatives about it. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, they fucked up nothing. This game is awesome. I guess my one complaint Uh that I have is I wish the series or the Xbox series S had a 60 frame per second mode that's something that can be patched in later possibly oh really it just has a 30 frames per second mode i don't think the series s version was really a focus here it looks great but the 30 frames per second like i would like to have a lower resolution mode at 60 so that's a little disappointing especially because it's got a very (laughs) good cpu so i i i don't know thanks for letting me know that now i gotta get the ps5 version if well the ps5 version has a problem too god Damn! So, um, I, I think, think it's know. something like VRS, variable rate shading. I, I I watched a Digital Foundry video on it. Basically, what what the problem with the PS five the PS five version right now. Um, and I think they're working on a patch, but I don't know when that would come out, is that the variable rate shading, I think the Xbox takes care of that on a hardware level. Yeah. PlayStation added that in later at a software level, mm. and it doesn't really work right in Dead Space and kind of destroys some of the shadowing and lighting areas in the game where mm. it looks much better on Xbox than it does PlayStation. Damn. Um, so as of this recording... I would say either get the Series X version or the PC version of the game. Um Which I don't That have. being said, <laughs> the the Series S and PS5 versions are totally playable and fine. Yeah. But I'm just talking. if if you really want to be nitpicky and get the best possible experience, um that's what I recommend. I am actually playing through the game on the Series S right now. It's been totally fine. I'm a, um, I'm
1: going to have to go get that uh I'm about to go get that uh, Xbox version then
0: yeah. I mean, Series X, arguably, unless you have like a super beefy PC, is might be the best way to play the game at the moment. <sighs> which, um, which
1: cool. I wish I'm gonna have to rebuild. I'm gonna have to get a new PC next, probably by the end of this year or at the beginning of next year, okay, that's What? Because cool. Because my because my PC is old as shit. It's it's. Cool it's 2017 old now
0: <laughs> when you do i'd, I'd love to like kind of not not help you with it like i definitely think you can do it on your own but i'd love to like kind of you know you can send me oh i'm looking at this one because i i like oh. i love like picking out and finding pcs for people i've done it for a lot of my friends and yeah, I, hope I just you. i just find it fun like to try to maximize the best possible machine you can buy based on a certain budget nice. i think it's fun
1: you know hopefully when i start making that tiktok youtube money I can see
0: <laughs> you know i just saying. i just want
1: to you know I, I, you know
0: an extra bit of change will help along the way <laughs> yeah. or hey uh free pc sponsorship cough cough <laughs> hey
1: hey if you want me to check out your stuff hit me up links the links in my uh let's check out my tiktok account you yeah we can, <laughs> we can do business we can work on some things <laughs> But um, yeah, I'll review I, your computer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you, I tell you, what's ridiculous in fucking 4K and 30 frames per second. Goldeneye, fucking, re- <laughs> it's not even a fucking
0: remaster. You you take the floor because those are the two games I've been playing. You gotta you gotta get off some steam here All about right, so I was this, sl- this 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 gold. night. go ahead. So let
1: me say this: cause I know people out there are gonna get. There's some people out there who just they're gonna hear my words and they just they just think I'm just shitting on something. It's they're like, already mad at you, yeah, dude. It's, it's too like, late. It's like as well let you know it's okay to criticize games you love. It's normal. It's constructive. You should be able to to express out how you feel if you want the best for it. These people, uh, I don't even know how they got it to happen, but it happened. Freaking Nintendo and Xbox—they released GoldenEye again for modern platforms. Uh, Rare, some studio named Cold Mystics, I guess MGM. They were like, I guess they signed off on it. It's like, yeah, let's put GoldenEye for the platforms. All right, cool. GoldenEye is a beloved game. GoldenEye is a great game that everybody loved back in the day. GoldenEye was a game that people stayed up late playing for player matches until the fucking sunrise back in the day when you hear it was going to be put onto the modern console you're thinking okay you know we all know this game is going to be like you know an old game we know it's going to be in you know the game how we saw it is the way we're going to look at it tell me why when i'm playing the xbox port the visuals are fucking bad like, like it, it is a game that we knew back in the day, but the visuals are really bad. We're talking about when you walk into places, you start seeing lines in the backgrounds, things are warping, funny character uh, yep. enemies are just warping out of places. There are a lot more enemies spawning than that's you know that's ever been before, and and
0: their AI is fucked up too. Yeah, the a- some of the some of the AI of some of the enemies is fucked up. Right, and and what's
1: funny is that not only that they. Put the emulation of an old game on there. They didn't even fucking work on it. They just did some tweaks for the for the control schemes, and that was about it. They didn't even put online matchmaking for the Xbox version. They advertised that there's online mode for the Nintendo's uh, Switch port. It's not. It's it's, it's online, but it's not matchmaking you're just hosting you're going to the Nintendo 64 online shop or whatever and whoever hosts the the the, the server everybody
0: joins in it and you all play Force player <laughs> so you, feel, yeah. you all are it's, playing it's simulated local play it's yeah. not actual like it's, looking at your own screen like you still see all four sc- so you can screen peek online yeah, still that's basically and it's funny it, it, like you can literally
1: get an emulator and uh whatever and have an an app called parsec gaming and you literally, you, you can stream off a friend's account and then it works the same way. You're not missing anything. I'm like, you guys know you're not missing anything right now. And this was, and this was, it's great that it's on the, you know, the modern platforms, but it's so disappointing because it could have been done so much better. There are like countless yeah. videos of people showing that there's a remaster of golden, golden night that was canceled uh, from Microsoft and, uh and rare. Cause I guess they, they couldn't secure their license from MGM studios at the time. And we could have, you know, Go and I could have looked a lot more better than it, than what we're giving right now. We could have had sixty frames per second. I don't even know why this old ass game doesn't even have sixty frames per second.
0: That I think I I think it's just because it's like it's just lazy emulation. Yeah, what? And it was is my prediction.
1: It was funny. It was like you had a team like Night Dive Studio who who re, who took two old ass games that were called Turok One and Two, and they. Fixed it up. They did what they got to do. And they put it back out. And now it runs in 60 frames per second. Turok now and modern consoles plays a lot better than it did back in the day. And that's saying something. They didn't, you know, don't get me wrong. GoldenEye is a great game. It's fun to revisit. I, I mean, I, I'm still having fun right now. But on a modernization level, it could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. Had this game had matchmaking, I mean, sure, the numbers wouldn't be as big. But fuck, man, it would have been. Rewarding. oh i would have been on that shit bro are you kidding me right like like you mean like you too who wouldn't want to play odd job or you know or have like the you know the man with the golden gun and get fucking one shot like there were so many fun game modes and it was just it was such a missed opportunity and it's like why am i looking at achievements for playing you know playing multiplayer matches with <laughs> i ain't got nobody to play with close
0: to me like that's, that's disappointing That's disappointing and that's all i gotta say on that <laughs> no that's hey it had to be said look we're not upset it exists. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm happy I have some form of GoldenEye to play on my Xbox. Exactly. It just could have been done better, and it should have been done better. A game with that kind of legacy right. should have been done better. That's all we're saying.
1: You know, and last point was really messed up because, like, yeah, if you have Game Pass, you can play which is fine. But if you didn't have Game Pass, what's so disappointing, if you had Rare Replay, the physical disc or whatever, you cannot
0: play it unless you have the digital copy of Rare Replay. That's that. That's correct. That's sad. <laughs> I'm looking. Physical at it. media is dying, dude. Like it straight up is.
1: I'm 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 happy I had the digital copy from the longest, but goddamn that sucks.
0: No. Rip, rip. Uh. F's. physical gamers. That that just that fucking blows. There's no other way to put it, honestly. As
1: they said, F's in the chats.
0: F's in the chat. Press F to pay respect. Speaking of press F. Oh boy. This is a terrible segue. You need to press. Uh, okay. You Fuck got it. it. You good got Good news it. or bad news, <laughs> you Josh? Got it. God. No, I'm just. <laughs> I, I, it was so stupid. I just threw that one away. It's good so news good. or bad news? Oh. Yo, what let's, you feeling? yo,
1: let's keep it going with the bad
0: <laughs> Let's go. Like, okay. Let's we got going. some really shitty news. You actually kind of hinted at it earlier without even knowing. Oh, boy. Um, this week is unprecedented in video game announcements regarding the cancellation of live service games. And I'm going to go over Uh-oh. just a few of them. This is probably about half of the live service games that actually got canceled. Oh There's boy. been a ton.
1: Oh boy. Um,
0: Apex mobile. Yeah. Is getting shut down after less than a year of being live. Think about <laughs> that for a second. Less this than a live year. service game existed for less than a year took people's money and is offering no refunds (laughs) what is the difference between that and robbery (laughs) like seriously Uh,
1: that's a joke
0: no that is a joke and everyone involved with the decision making of that should be ashamed that's appalling
1: yes that's crazy and it's like damn you can't even like this is like completely irrelevant but like I don't even remember there was like a Final Fantasy 7 battle royale game that happened in Japan, and they're and they but they closed
0: their servers too. Yeah, um, like, it is just like I think they beta tested over in America. It, yeah. It's like yeah. I actually tried the beta test. It was do- It was horrible. Yeah, at, at this point, it's like what's the fucking point, man? <laughs> it, it's just we're we're in such an oversaturated market, um, and also this must be like a big thing for EA. Um, They canceled their Battlefield mobile project. So they're just totally moving away from a lot of these live service games. God damn! Um, I don't mind canceling a game in development, but canceling a a live service game that's been out for less than a year and not offering refunds, fuck you.
1: God damn! Um,
0: (laughs) Because Rumbleverse is also shutting down it's like a battle royale wrestling game it was a really cool concept it's shutting down after less than a year yeah but they are offering refunds because they realize man that's a really short amount of time um like to have a game up we feel bad for the players we're gonna offer some refunds for stuff
1: oh um no 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 that's uh you mean knockout city
0: no rumbleverse knockout th- yeah they're both getting canceled they are yes they're both getting canceled, dude. Oh I shit, shit. You not. I didn't
1: even realize yeah.
0: that. Damn. Yep. Because Knockout City is another one. The dodgeball God damn, um, live I didn't... service game is also shit. shutting what? down. Dude, it's crazy. God damn. They're all shutting down. It, it's just this market is oversaturated right now. with With battle royales, with live service games, there's too much to play. There's not enough money to put into it and there's not enough people to keep the games alive. They're gonna
1: call it the 2023 Battle Royale crash.
0: <laughs> I know the crash battle royale crash in 2023. Forty years of the making, yo. <laughs> Dude, beat- seriously. And honestly, I, I love like I like that we're moving away from feeling like everything needs to have a battle royale. Yeah. I like that. Oh god. But Um, it's, it's unfortunate that some of these are getting canceled in that way.
1: I heard even, I heard even, like, Warzone 2 is not even doing well. Like... Uh,
0: Probably not, man. Like, Fortnite's doing well. Apex regular version is doing well. Damn. I think. Um. Damn, that's crazy. yeah, I don't know, man. Like it's the only people playing PUBG or people from India. That's that's... yeah PUBG mobile. Oh no, I think PUBG mobile got banned in India. I think they play um oh, this shit. game called Garena Free Fire now, which is very similar to PUBG. Oh okay, That's because India yeah. is a very, a very good market to capture yeah. for for people because there's so many people that live in India. So uh, I think Garena Free Fire is like massive over there, and that's like their ver like their biggest battle royale. So it just depends on the territory. I always find that fascinating based on like what games do well in certain areas. Right. So yeah
1: damn that's that that's funny, man. Like what's funny when people are like man like oh man the people are saying telling me that they really want the video game market to crash and it's like they they really want things to happen. It's like I'm telling people, yo it's like, like the video game market crash is not it is not as cut and dry as you think it is So that's a whole that's
0: a whole different yeah.
1: conversation
0: this and is, yeah <laughs> yeah they don't they don't realize how much money like they they cannot possibly fa- fathom how much money the video game industry makes it is more than movies television and music combined
1: yeah what's what's funny so, what's funny i think about the video game market crash in that time was that um not only were the games they had were ass cheeks People think like ET was the game, was the one that ended, that was like, that That you know, that started and ended the crash. Like, no, that that was like the final nail. That was just like the last draw. That We're talking about a year yeah, prior. there was a lot of shit, yeah. dude. Yeah, it was a lot of prior. I think there was like a lot of competition. And I think part of it was like, We had companies that was like making games and cartridges and whatnot, and then the people who were providing those platforms, if I'm mistaken, they didn't have no like seal of approval. Like you know, Nintendo when they had when you when you when you put the game on Nintendo uh console and that cartridge, they had that they had that Nintendo seal of approval. Like yeah, I think Nintendo at the time was like, if you want to make games for our platform, your game's got to be good. It can't be fucking ass. Or, Or
0: like it it at least has to function
1: right. And then and then I think back then nobody was on top of that shit. And then it was just flooding the market with just shitty ass games. They were, that's what it was. It was flooding the fucking market with sh- shitty ass games. And people got tired of that shit too. And that's one of, that's one of a few reasons why the market crashed here is just, yeah, it's just better as oversaturating shit. And I don't know if it's just like, if they're not making the money or whatever, people are getting, I, I don't know. I, I don't really play better out games like that. So I really don't know. But the, if, if they are shutting it down, then it's saying something that maybe these games are not making enough money. You know, why have another battle royale when people are interested in fucking, um, you know, Fortnite and Apex? I don't know. That, yeah. that's, that really says something. So it's just like, it's letting you know that this, I mean, I think to, to, be, to be honest, to tell you the truth, a lot of games that try to do the battle royale stuff it don't really last that fucking long in the first place.
0: I think a lot of these games struggle to keep a healthy player base. I think that's another, yeah. I think, outside of
1: like because bi- there's just there's just too much to play yeah i think also outside of like fucking um yeah and that's the thing too it's like <sighs> free to play games they changed the whole thing and, yep, I, and there's so many of them yeah, now dude. Yeah, there's so yeah. fucking many and, and, and yeah it, it, it changed the entire landscape of how we play multiplayer now it's like we can't you can't even like what was the last time you paid pay for a game that was 60 dollars and it was multiplayer <laughs> I can't tell you when I
0: did that shit last time. That
1: was a full-price game? Yeah,
0: a full-price. And, and and was mainly a multiplayer not, game? Not,
1: not, not necessarily mainly multiplayer, but it was like single-player and multiplayer. You had the best of both. Oh, geez.
0: Um... Cause what, what's, oh, God.
1: Because what's scary is that people... I think what's so scary now was like... When we, maybe Smash Bros? Maybe <laughs> that. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I think, like That's a good question. I think was, when you think about it, it was like a lot of... like What's, what's scary is that Remember, I love free-to-play games. I think free-to-play games are great because they give people, you know, a wider access to games for people who who may not afford everything, you know? Sure. But it's just now, with so many of us out there, like, our attention spans for, the like, you know, like, for example, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I fucking love that game. I enjoy it. And I I had a great time playing multiplayer for it. Try to play that shit right now. There is nobody playing that shit. A lot of these games. Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Huh? Yeah, like the, the remake, the remake. Oh, the remake. No oh, one, the remake. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Nobody's, pl- nobody's playing. Follow. Yeah, no one's playing the remake. And the thing is, it's just what's so sad about games these days. If they're not free to play, they don't have a large following. Whatever your game could be, D-O-A. That's just the that that's just the sad and shitty yep. part of the games these days. If you can't hold a large following in a player base. It's just dead on arrival. And and I hate to say that and it's funny because I know people are like, hey, ain't you the guy who made that video who said that you're tired of games being dead Would be Yes, that was me. But the truth is that's just the shitty part of it. That's that's just how it is. If it's if it can't captivate a large following of people for a long period of time, especially with people who are speaking for the games and Twitch space and everything, it's just dead on arrival, man. It's just it's just DOA. It, you, 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 you have no chance of surviving if you can't Hold people's attention for a very long time span that's just a shitty yeah, part of it because there's
0: too much competition. If they're even yeah. uninterested for a little bit, they can move on to the next free to play game because there's no barrier of entry at all.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it, it's 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 a <laughs>
0: multiplayer games in this generation, it's a doggy dog world out here. It really is, dude. <laughs> it's it's cutthroat, it's so and, cut- I, and and this week has shown that it really
1: yeah. has. Yeah, that's 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 so it's funny. I, I saw a new meta talking about it, I was like. Damn this is internet this is an internet arrows coming,
0: <laughs> yep, there's a big, big changes, um
1: because yeah, now like
0: even like uh like Avengers
1: is gonna end their services in in august, and uh damn. yeah and they're they're gonna end their whole life thing, and it's just like i i I think it, it, there's so many video games that just ended their live services and 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 I think maybe maybe we're um it it's, it may say something it's like these live service things, you know they 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 can't exist for any video games if there's not no long term plan for it. At the same time, too, you know, the players are the ones that's going to determine that they're going to continue maintaining playing it, and it's up to you to keep on supporting that stuff. And you know, I don't know, it's it's, it's, it's like some of these games that are made that are live service now, you can kind of tell that some of them were made as an afterthought. And then some of them they actually have gonna have some love and care to it, like the, that that new skate game that they're working on right now. You know, that's in like they show all that beta footage yeah. and everything. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, that might that might be around for a while if they done it if they do it correctly, you know. But other stuff like that, yeah, I guess some games are just not made for live services for a long period of time
0: yeah and 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 i get the whole idea of trying a concept seeing if it sticks and kind of bowing out but i think the way that apex mobile did it is just disgraceful like you pretty much just took the money and (laughs) ran like seriously like less than a year is like no time for a live service game that that's that's longer than or that's shorter than most games betas honestly for a lot of these live service games it's ridiculous um but there is some good news josh what is the good a little news? bit of good news? <laughs> good news is we got some rumors that there might be a Nintendo Direct coming uh, next week. Oh snap! And there's some pretty pretty decent rumors that possibly um, Advanced Wars is going to get a little bit of a kind of like a shadow drop. That's that old game from like
1: way back in the day, wasn't it? Yep, that was made um, from the, Nintendo the, from Game Boy. Yeah, Advanced? like a
0: warfare tactics game. They're they're doing a remake of I think Advanced Wars one and two, basically on the Switch. Oh shit. And, uh, yeah, there's, like, a couple, like, a target listing for it. And uh, Jeff Grubb, who's, like, an industry guy, has said that he's he's heard some things. So just, just putting it out there. Not a guarantee, of course, but something to consider. That's... We could be talking about Nintendo Direct stuff relatively soon. Who knows?
1: I think I heard that freaking Nintendo... Sony and Xbox are pulling out again, or they all yeah. pulling out
0: for E3. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's deemed true at this point. I mean, E3's kind of dead, man. I'm going to be honest. Damn. Summer like, of at games! This point, <laughs> like, at this point, it, it's... It's kind of like dead. COVID just. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm gonna be that guy. COVID just changed everything. <laughs> it did.
1: <laughs> Cause, at the Summer of Games, we we're like, yeah, we like the Summer of Games stuff. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I think I think Summer Games Fest is gonna kind of eventually take its place. We're we're a long ways off from that. Yeah. But yeah, remember those? Um, eventually, I think.
1: I used to remember those days. You used to sit through. You, you used to sit through those freaking. Um, what is it? Those uh presentations were, you know, the hour, two-hour-long presentations of just execs just talking about. We are going to show you the next evolution of PlayStation. And they have like the PS3, and it's just a lot of, yep, you know, b- you know, mumbo jumbo about the system's architecture. It's like so, art- you know, they just yeah, they spent work. like
0: 30 <laughs> minutes talking about stuff that ultimately we just want to see the games exactly. Kind of <laughs> nobody yeah.
1: nobody like these these like nintendo just changed everything with the directs it was like straight to the point yep. you know you might you might find something you like you might be disappointed but at the end of the day they give you like a show that's like worth your time and you can't and, and you can't really feel like your time was being wasted because it's just next next thing next thing next thing and sony does it to it and then even xbox is doing it now so it's just like the digital way of like revealing things and and your and the way you control it is just it just changed the way how we uh consume content now and now how we consume uh news and everything else
0: um you know it's funny uh Nintendo back when they started doing that I think it was in 2011 somewhere between 2011 to 2013 yeah um they started doing Nintendo directs and they were uh ridiculed for that they were so, yeah. absolutely ridiculed and they and people thought, "Oh, this is the downfall of Nintendo. This is a terrible idea. Big 2-hour long conferences are way better than 30-minute condensed directs." And now the entire rest of the industry has copied them. Yeah. The entire industry has copied them. Yeah, you, you got freaking Ubisoft doing it now. <laughs> it's just like everyone is. Xbox just had a developer direct. Sony has a state of play, which is a Beat for beat Nintendo Direct. Yeah. In all but name. <laughs> the places so places I, I just, you know, <laughs> some ideas that might seem stupid at first, you know, might not be. Damn. Yeah, E3. Who knows? E3 is starting to
1: turn, like, one of those malls that become vacant, and you just walk into We have a mall like, like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know, it's, like, it's always like that few stores that's open, but everybody else is just, it's just,
0: yeah. it's just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got a mall like that. <laughs> our our local mall is like dead, dude. It's got like half the shops in it, it did when I was a kid. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's sad when you think about it. It's like, damn, it's just, times are changing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of depressing. Like, I never really liked the mall, but it is kind of depressing. Right.
1: Eh, shoot, man. I get... We're so in. We're so at home now, and now you got all. I don't know. Every I'm about to get off topic talking about malls. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. I don't know. One day, maybe the Dover Mall will uh, rise to the occasion. Who knows?
1: Hey, where I'm at, they had a Six Flags Mall in uh, Arlington. They destroyed that shit a few years ago. Six Flags Mall. Yep, they had a Six Flags Mall. It was uh, yeah, it used to be popping back then, but it was so vacant. They only had like late night movies that would, that would have, that would happen. They had oh. like crackheads and people that were showing up late for like five or seven dollar movies back then it was like yeah they at some point they just destroyed because I think the only business that were open at the time was just like a few like Hispanic shops or whatever but outside of that it was it was vacant bro it was literally a ghost town hmm yeah nobody was using that no more
0: well rip, ripped old malls Right. Um, thing of the past True. I mean so Oh, oh, sorry. Go I, I was ahead. about
1: to say shoot, it would have been cool to make videos in a vacant mall. Could have made some horror videos and some shit like that.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, that would be a perfect uh, area for a, like a horror game, like a liminal space horror game. A vacant mall. Yeah.
1: Oh shit, you-
0: that'd be sick, dude. We'll, we'll we'll keep it. Under I would wraps. definitely play that. Yeah,
1: we'll keep the around. Big gaming is going to have a game is going to come out in yeah, like ten years, and you, you you're here to hear first. We don't know what it is, but it's going to happen.
0: Stay tuned.
1: It's going to say big gaming entertainment.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, so we do have a main topic. We do have a main topic today. It's 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 me coming to terms.
1: Uh-oh. walking back
0: some stuff gamers we're we're talking about remakes. Oh boy. Remasters, reimaginings, whatever you want to call them. Remasters. Um I got to I got to walk back. I got to walk my I I've, I've been very outspokenly against the concept of remakes in the past. Oh. And man. through playing some remakes recently and you know, looking into remakes in the future and really thinking, you know, why do I feel this way about certain things? Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, I kind of have to walk it back. I, I think I just gotta be wrong on this one. Um, Uh the thing is, I don't think the concept of a remake is, is inherently bad anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't, Uh I think, I think the fact that a lot of them are done poorly and a lot of them are done as cash grabs, Mm -hmm. uh, does not make the concept of a remake inherently bad like they can be done well they can be done in a very artistically driven sense rather than just oh this is an easy yes, you man. know nostalgia cash grab kind of thing yeah, yeah. um God, you man. know for every for every remake like the last of us one you have dead space
1: right oh dead space
0: is 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 a much is a wonderful remake to have Um, Not at all weird. It feels like a revival of the franchise, brings it up to modern standards, and and introduces it to a whole new host of people. Last of Us 1 is just, why are y'all doing this? Um, We don't fucking need this. We have a perfectly playable 60 frame per second version of this game. I said it before. Why
1: is it $70? You're paying for a tech demo of the
0: first game. Like, it's... um, Yeah, so I, I think... I think they really, really, just like most things, and this is kind of the trap I fell into, need to be looked at on a case-by-case basis. Right, right. Because while I don't think... I still don't think the concept exists where it's like, oh, this game needs a remake. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, those games would also benefit just from a... Like a modern port of the original game, just for like for game preservation sake, in order to make it playable. Yeah, yeah. For a modern audience, um, some games you can argue would benefit from a remake in certain ways, but I think I don't think remakes are inherently bad anymore. Right. I think that was just really off base, and is kind of like going against a lot of how I like to look at games. Basically, you know, and yeah, ba- so, ba- I don't know.
1: Basically, you had a you had a a thought about. I mean, we all do that. We we feel some way about things, and then over time, we feel like, oh, maybe it's yeah. not maybe it's not that bad, big of a deal. I guess my question is: is this just remakes only, or including remasters too? I just want to make sure.
0: So, I I generally have no problem with with remasters as long as like they're, you know, they make sense and they're and they're priced right. Because really, all a remaster is 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 a glorified port. Right. It's it's basically a port with some, um. You know, additional things like you have some awful ones like the Silent Hill 2 and 3 quote-unquote remasters, which (laughs) might as well be remakes because they had to fucking rebuild the games because they lost the source code. They lost
1: the source code.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it there's definitely a gray area. And then reimaginings, you know, might as well be a whole new fucking game at that point. But uh, (laughs) it's it's tough i think i think really what it boils down to is if the drive obviously everything in the industry is driven by money but you can tell Mm -hmm. if a product has real artistic passion behind the concept not just from individual people making the game but behind the concept of the game yeah yeah and hey we're pushing this game out because we have an hbo show coming up Mm -hmm. and you know what i'm talking about because the game that game sells like quintupled after the hbo show came out that's why that remake was made Uh, so when when the entire gaming industry was like why is this why are we getting a remake of the last of us Mm -hmm. what is going on all of the film people were like oh this makes perfect sense because those people are now going to buy that yep so it was never know, about us in the first place. <laughs> it was never about us, exactly. It was never. Uh, but for you, you yeah. fools, you thought we, you really thought you. <laughs> yeah. So gamers, all all of you, all that disagreed with me on the remakes, y'all were right. Big gaming was wrong, 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 and I'm quitting the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, um. Yeah. It, so. Josh, I want to ask you something because I know you—you've kind of been fine with the whole concept of remakes. Like your opinion largely hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the two big remakes we have coming on uh, up on the horizon? We got Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. and we got Silent Hill Two being done by Bloober Team. How do you? Are you still cautiously optimistic? Are you? You uh, know, do you feel differently about each one? What are you thinking?
1: Um. I can't speak from Silent Hill 2, I still have yet to play. Don't don't come in beyond. I, I know I got to play at some point, but
0: yeah, for Resident Evil, everything.
1: Yeah, Resident Evil Four. I'm still kind of cautiously uh, optimistic about it. I, I think mainly for me is because, um, like, Resident Evil Two was my was the other game that's one of my favorite Resident Evil games of all time, the original. And when they when they dropped Resident Evil Two remake. I love pretty much 95% of everything. Yeah. yeah. The other 5% They did it really well. Yeah, I think the other 5% I was, you know, I was not happy about and this is just for Nick picking sake. This is, you know, I really wanted those scenarios they did from like the A and B scenario when it came to Chris and Le- Chris and um not Chris, uh Claire and Leon's campaign because Yes. Because they, they if you play which character you played off play first, the other one played off the other based on their perspectives, and it was like it was kinda like you were getting like four different games and then a complete package, which was very ambitious and cool at the time period. And all they did was just a second scenario and I was like, I didn't like that. I did not like how they did that. It just it, it was basically the same story, wasn't much different, unique areas for the most part as far as going to the lab, and I was like, I I really wanted that, but it didn't didn't hurt the overall experience for me, and I think when it comes to, like, Resident Evil 4, the reason I'm cautiously optimistic is, like, I'm wondering how faithful it's going to be to the original game, and I'm worried if they're going to cut out some things that I really love, like, you know, to compensate for others. That's that's the only reason why I'm a little bit cautiously optimistic about it, and I guess, too, for me, it's just, how, how can I put it? I love Resident Evil 4, it's one of my favorite video games of all time, and hopefully after this podcast, uh, my opinion of the game may change, which it likely will, but I guess I played that game so much in the past that yeah, it, it it's, it's, I don't know how to, I, don't, I, I played it so much in the past, even now it's just, I guess with the remake coming out, I'm not that excited for it because I played it so much, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but I hope my opinion changed. I hope I know that I know that probably didn't answer your
0: question. <laughs> no, that. no, it did. I, 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 um, I think my thing is is I have so much of a, an emotional attachment to that game. Like right. that game is so important to me that if they fuck it up, dog, my opinion of Capcom is going to drastically change. And that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but it this isn't just a Capcom game. -hmm. This is the greatest game Capcom has ever had a hand in making. Right, 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 right. I think that's what it is too. Because yeah, there is so much at risk here. Like the the risks, in my opinion, of a Resident Evil 4 remake outweigh the benefits by a country mile. Right. This is such a risky remake.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. I'm. I'm, It's that's where my cautious is coming from. It's like because like. I love Resident Evil 4, but part of me is like, don't fuck it up. That's Dude, if fit.
0: it's not perfect. It it has to be perfect. If it's not perfect, yeah. peop, like people are gonna go crazy. Like it I ha- just it's so scary to remake something like this. Yeah. I can't imagine what the team must be feeling. Yeah, it's like
1: it has to it, it has to be better than the original. And oh I don't know, even know
0: how that's possible. I, mean, I, I I really don't even know how that's possible that's,
1: to do. I mean Resident Evil one remake we all consider it as better than the original by far. And some people. But feel, that's,
0: that's beat for beat basically Resident Evil one.
1: Well, was was cool because they added new content to it as well. That's something they, that they had to cut out, which was, uh, which made it more interesting with the whole Lisa Trevor part and everything. It just made it more uh, spooky and everything else to add on to that's that. That's true. Add on I the, really do like yeah, the Lisa Trevor yeah, stuff. And this one is just like with four, it's like, you know, like one of my, one of my friends, uh, I talked to like Costco, you know, Christine Koska, uh, follower on Twitch, by the way. Anywho, um, we talked about this all the time. You know, there is a lot of cut content that people don't know about from Resident Evil 4. Like, Resident Evil 4 was scrapped at least three to four times in development. They went through so much development hell trying to go into this game. People don't know that the, the first version that they had for Resident Evil 4 literally turned out to be Devil May Cry. Yeah, they had, you know, that Leon's character was going to go to a castle. He's going to have some fucking superpowers and everything. The guy who made the game, like Hideki Kamiya, uh, you know, Seiji Mikai where well, they both worked at Cap at the time, it's like, hey, hey, this idea is cool and all. Uh, don't make that shit Resident Evil. Cool, Devil May Cry became his own franchise to this day, and then there was another version where Leon's going to go to a castle. He got affected by a progenitor virus or whatever, and then he's seeing hallucinations and things like that, and it's all spooky as hell. It is far removed from like Resident Evil in terms of like zombies and things like that. That got canceled. Then there was another version where Leon was in another castle and he's walking around. And he's suffering hallucinations is one thing. He got a dude with a fucking hook, man. That's literally chasing him. You have to defend yourself against this dude. Yep, there is. Some I st- remember. Th- yeah. I
0: I remember the hook. With yeah, the hook demo. I didn't play it,
1: obviously, yeah. but I've seen yeah. it. Nobody did. We all saw it. Yeah. And then, like, there was part where, like, he was in the bathroom and he had. Like, there was like, you know, baby toys that's like animating, almost yeah. hallucinate. They were attacking him. It was like people said it was on some Silent Hill stuff. And I think if they're gonna add stuff from the canceled versions into that to the remake, and it still plays as good, and it doesn't take away from the experience. That would be cool, you know. It, it all depends. That would be. Yeah, I, I guess it, it all depends on how they translate the story in a modern in a modern way. Because like, even since so to say, I feel like *Raising Before* is still a great game. I, I still like the, I still love the cheese in the conversations. The yeah, game, the game which has they so did,
0: they did keep the cheese. Yeah, that's they, in the game. Yeah, the game we know that.
1: Yeah, the game has so much cheese, and I and I and I love that. And I guess it really boils down to is like how do they translate the cheese as well as keeping things a little bit more serious while take taking away from it? Because I know that they're not doing the they're not they're not doing the QTE moments, which was literally a thing of the past. Some, you know, as much as I yeah. missed that, I understand because that that was literally a thing of the past. That's why you don't see yep. God of War do that shit too much though. <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, the QTEs in God of War are limited. For yeah, sure. Resident Evil 4 had a ton of them, but <laughs> yeah. it was like still new and they were experimenting with it. It was still a novel idea at the time. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with them taking out QTs. Same here, bro. I, I don't I have a problem with that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um it... Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... <sighs> it's so risky. It, it, it makes me nervous thinking about it. I can't imagine what the development team is going through because right. obviously the publishers want it made because... It's it's cash money. It's right. fucking Resident Evil Four. Right. But yeah, because dude, Re- holy shit. Like,
1: the- I, I, I like I know Resident Evil fans, Paris especially, the ones who have issue with Resident Evil Four. They say is the one that ruined the series. Y'all have to understand this game. Dog. Literally, that, that game literally transformed Resident Evil to a whole different beast, and it still is a beast to this day. And um. Resident Evil Four. I know some people they argue that oh it's just not horror enough. The game has horror moments and such. They, you know yeah it, it, I just it, played it. Yeah, literally I just played it a couple
0: months ago. It absolutely does. Yeah,
1: and it's just and, and it's yeah you were streaming and and it's just um it it's just Resident Evil Four was just a another another thing. It's just an impactful game for its time. It was just something that was fresh and new, and that game was just about an experience, and that's what a lot of games. You know, should be strive for. You know, given experience. Resident Evil Four still to this day is one of the most influential video games of all time. It's influenced easily, yeah. The likes of like The Last of Us. You know what's funny about The Last of Us, bro? Like what? I I saw a gameplay uh, tr- like trailer, not tr- a trailer from like Game Informer or whatever. A little bit, and uh, the weapon like switching, whatever the menu. I saw. I said, this shit looks just like Last of Us. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was hey, part two, and I'm not games. Ma- games inspire games, right? They inspire each other, and I'm like, I'm not even mad about that. No, yeah. I mean stuff like that to borrow is fine. Basically, any any third person over the shoulder game, yeah, is it exists basically because of Resident Evil Four.
1: I mean, Dead Space uh, was another Space. one. Another one. Dead
0: Space is the most I've never seen a game more influenced by Resident Evil Four than Dead Space, other than Resident Evil Five, and Resident Evil Five didn't even learn the most important lessons. Um Dead Space those developers understood what made Resident Evil 4 tick. Yeah. And and masterfully applied it to uh, a space terror. I think Dead Space is one of the best games ever made. I'm I'm just going to throw that out there. I think it's a an a masterpiece of horror yeah. game design. Um so please get the remake. Please support the remake. I'm going to get the remake for sure when I get it. I I want to yeah. get it so bad. Yeah, I uh there's just there's a lot riding on Resident Evil 4 for me. And I want to make a comment on on the people you said that um <laughs> don't, don't understand or like don't like Resident Evil 4, the Resident Evil 4 or the Resident Evil franchise purists, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I feel bad for y'all. I really do. That <laughs> if 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 you can't play that game and you can't get past oh the action, the action, and you don't understand like the 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 pacing and and the game design at at a fundamental level like what what makes that game tick how the difficulty constantly is adapting to perfectly that's why resident 4 always feels so good to play the difficulty is always just hard enough right but not too hard i guess that is that's programmed into the game if you don't understand why all these things being meshed together right create this Unfathomable experience that no other game in the Resident Evil franchise. I'm gonna be fucking honest here, and this is gonna hurt some people to say, no other game in the franchise has has come close to Resident Evil 4. Point blank. Period. That's the truth. When other other than looking at the impact of one, right? We can talk about the impact of one. I agree with you there. That one basically really pushed forward, you know, the survival horror genre. I'll agree there. But in terms of game design and game quality as well as impact, yeah. nothing has touched Resident Evil 4. And it's the truth. And Resident Evil 4, uh, Resident Evil purists don't want to fucking talk about it, but yeah, it's the truth. It's, I'm sorry. Yeah, it,
1: it's like I keep saying it before, it's an influential game. A lot of, the, a lot of game developers, you'd be surprised how many at sight Resident Evil 4 was an influence. It's not even about just the game itself. It's It's just how the game was designed. And like, if you think yeah. about it, like you're just, you know, what was so cool about it? Like, you know, you're playing the game, you're meeting the merchant dude, you're upgrading your weapons, and then on top of that too, you had like the new game plus mode where you could play the game literally all over again with the best weapons you had, which made replay value so much fucking fun and such. And the, yeah. and a lot of people was like, yo, this is actually a great way to do this. You know, you show your game in this direction, you can literally make a game that's just as fun and, and fun to replay over and over and over. I mean, even like, like video games now, like, you know, before it was like, you know, you pay weapon. You pay to upgrade your weapons. Now, games, you got fucking skill trees and shit.
0: And yeah, I'm <laughs> not. I'm. I'm not a fan of skill trees in right. most games because right. uh, you end up maxing out skill trees anyways. Right. So there's really no real form of player expression. You're not specking into anything that you specialize in. You're gonna right. max out your character anyway near right. the end of the game, and everyone's character is gonna turn into the same guy basically. Right. But like, so but, but I'm but, not a big fan of general, like general triple A skill trees.
1: Right, right. right. But, but, but even then, like the whole costume things, like, you know, playing with the new different costumes, like you had like the, uh, you know, the original outfit from Resident Evil 2. Then you can play with the gangster suit with the, you know, with the Tommy gun, whatever with Ashley has like the night, Yo, they better put that fucking armor suit from.
0: Uh, yeah, I they, hope so.
1: I hope so. And, and And I hope they put that alien weapon and there, the one if you just if you beat it in the professional mode and you literally uh, if you upgrade that bitch to like max that alien weapon whatever I forget, it's called the pl something if you only it,
0: on ps2 though that was yeah. a playstation 2 exclusive. well oh no it's, it's ps2 and then and the then t- all the versions after yeah it it, it wasn't on gamecube basically yeah.
1: yeah it wasn't on there but like yeah if you, when you shoot it it just kills everything on site it literally one shots you can li- you can literally like my my save file right now on the xbox one version of it it's nothing but all upgradeable weapons. I got the maxed out. I got the infinite rocket launcher. The you know maxed out infinite fucking um the magnum gun that just one shots everything. I got it. everything I got is maxed out, bro. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, you're talking about the hand cannon. The hand cannon, yeah. yeah. Everything is maxed out. Like it's it's it's, it's like I, I literally feel like an OP God playing that game. That that that's how ridiculous it is.
0: And I f- I think one of the reasons why Resident Evil Four is so like copied not not copied but it has inspired so many games is i think arguably the most important part about it is its pacing yes it's it's moment to moment pacing from area to area is so fucking pitch perfect and i yeah. think that's what makes a the game so replayable yeah obviously lining up the um you know the red dot site mm-hmm. hitting enemies you can stagger enemies you can do all sorts of different like follow-up attacks and stuff like that is a very addicting gameplay loop of stagger um scripted melee repeat kind of thing which yeah. they're still keeping in the remake so it's it's not resident Evil 4 didn't do one thing s- like well it did every single thing it tried it did well basically yeah, it was and, perfect, and i think that's why
1: it was a perfect balance and, and this, this one this one leans to like like resident Evil village i like resident Evil village i enjoy resident Evil village for what it is and they i know they tried to make it very similar to resident before but at the end of the yeah. day Resident Evil Four is just you—you uh, you, you just can't beat that, and I love Village, but I know it tried to do what Resident Evil Four did, but at the end of the day, it just didn't—it just didn't feel as fun and worth revisiting over and over and over like I did yeah. with before. And I think maybe because they—they leaned, they tried to lean more on the horror thing a bit much, which was, you know, fine, but it was just like I don't—it was just it didn't have that balance. Like, yeah, it had the horror and the action, but it was like. It was the fun and coolness part that was just missing. Like four had, yeah. That four. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't a balanced experience. I mean, the final chapter in, in Heisenberg's factory is not very great. Let's be honest.
1: No, in, re- yeah, in retrospect, it was.
0: It's pretty weak. And yeah. And House Beneviento, which is part two of the game, is amazing on your first playthrough. Yeah. On every other playthrough, it's it, the same isn't it's the exact there's no randomness to it at all it's the exact same sequence of you know and and that's okay for some games but resident evil games have always been very replayable that's part of the franchise thanks and eight is not you know i've played resident evil eight fucking five times literally i've played through the game five times so it's kind of silly that i'm i'm saying it's not uh not replayable it is replayable it's not as replayable as four it's not as replayable as seven right Seven is um, incredibly replayable. I think right. it's fucking amazing. Yeah,
1: it, it, even if the, the ship part was the weakest, it was a lot more stronger yep. than the Heisenberg part.
0: Yep, I agree with you. <laughs> the <laughs> franchise has, has a problem with final acts, and I know some people are critical of Resident Evil 4's last act. I don't have um, no issues with the island. Oh, I don't I don't either. I think- it, it has so much indirect storytelling. If you look around the factory, um, you can see the kind of living conditions that these you know ganados were living in um yeah. there's there's just there's a lot to it people are like oh they're military chain gun guys like yeah that's yeah. kind of like a small part of that like the, what about the regenerators what about the laboratory where we're looking at the exactly. actual Plaga's experimentations
1: i I'm t- i tell people this all the time if you look at resident evil games if you treat it with the evil death 2 formula you can actually enjoy the game a little bit more because when yep. you watch Evil Dead Two, yeah, I mean, yeah, your guy was literally a victim, getting his ass whooped or whatever, getting scared, getting chased, but that final act, you feel like a fucking badass, and every Resident Evil game had that badassery moment.
0: Honestly, that is a fucking great parallel. That is a great parallel. Evil Evil Dead Two is yeah. is that mindset is I think the perfect mindset to go into a Resident Evil game. Yeah. and obviously i'm biased because i love evil dead i love ash williams i love evil but... <laughs> Me too. dude evil dead's fucking amazing man i love it like, i dressed up as ash williams for halloween i believe it. <laughs> literally last year i did at a party it was it was really fun yeah. I, I love that character yeah
1: you just go in there and just say hey this shotgun right here is my boomstick and you're just good you're-
0: <laughs> and dude the shotguns in res evil literally are boomsticks you point it at at a at a horde of enemies they're going bye-bye like <laughs> right i love the shotguns you know, well I, I do want to talk about one thing because like the people
1: who say that Resident Evil 4 was too much action and not enough horror and sure. I, I have to ask this one question for, for anybody who's a horror enthusiast do you actually play horror games not only for the scares, but do you play it also for fun too
0: it I, I, doesn't I, sound I, like they do because
1: because yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me and sometimes that feels like it comes up like a cop out like it just wasn't enough horror, and it's like you mean. So you mean to tell me you play Resident Evil only for horror? Because I can tell you that all those Resident Evil games I played, even though they had horror elements to it, there was a lot of fun aspect to it too. Yeah. Why, like do you re- the puzzles? Honestly, the puzzles, that's yeah. like half the reason why you play some of the early yeah. Resident Evil games, right? And it's like you, 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 you're not gonna tell me that you, that you don't play Resident Evil for fun too. If you didn't, why are you replaying them over and over again? Yeah. We all do. So you can't, so that is, you, you're, you're, what, what's, what you're really saying is you just don't like that the perspective of what you're used to and accustomed to has changed. And no matter how many times you're going to slice it, you're not going to you're, you're, you're just going to come out like an uptight person. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, look, be, that's, the, that's the nice I can put it. And,
0: that that is yeah. w- one of the few opinions yeah. that like that people have in gaming that just gets me fired yeah. up. Like they'll, they'll sit in a chair
1: and like with their arms crossed and sit there with a serious fat, you know like I don't like it. <laughs> hey. I don't like. How what y'all come off like?
0: <laughs> oh, so hey, look, if you really don't like Resident Evil Four, you know, cool. That I'm no. This is gonna sound crazy. I respect it. But I feel bad that you can't, you don't see what we see in it because it really is a special game. But you, but, but you know what's I funny know. to me? Another argument. Still, point, another. I still argu- respect the opinion, though. Yeah.
1: Another argument point people say they say Resident Evil Four was the downfall of the franchise.
0: Let me. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's that. That's what I mainly have a problem with. It, 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 it's like well, I
1: said well. Here's a news flash for y'all. Resident Evil, after like after Resident Evil Three: Nemesis, that franchise was going a little bit downhill. Under it. I'm gonna tell you why, Capcom, uh, decided whatever 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 deals they had, they decided to make they put Cole Veronica on the Sega Dreamcast, a console, mind you, in the in this company who had a very bad reputations with this with their customers because Sega was releasing so many fucking uh, add-ons and consoles, they really they literally ruined the consumer trust, especially when it came to American uh gamers. So the sales-wise for that game compared to PlayStation Games in general, which was already having like what, over like 60 million units sold. Yeah, the numbers were not that the numbers were not that high. And yeah, it might have sold some Dreamcast, but it still wasn't enough in sales until they had to say, hey, let's go, let's go put this bitch on PS1, I mean PS2 later, and it made some money up, but still, it was just not enough. And then, now, they say, like, hey, let's do another deal. We're going to put, Nintendo's like, hey, let's, how about you guys put your Resident Evil games for our console, so, you, so we can put out, so we can sell these fucking consoles, which Nintendo at the time was way behind Xbox and PS2 in that generation. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, the remake was great, and Resident Evil Zero was cool, too, even though it wasn't, that, it wasn't as good as the remake, but still, sales-wise, it wasn't, the point is, they, they really wasn't making any money. It wasn't making. It wasn't making the money. It really. It wasn't making the money. Capcom wanted compared to the PS1 era. You can look up the numbers yourselves. And I literally made videos about this. I got a playlist on my my TikTok page that explains everything. And Resident Evil, 4, although it did drop. And it did perform better. It still wasn't. Ma- it still wasn't making those numbers that you know that Capcom wanted. And eventually, they put it on the PS2. It made more numbers when when they put when they put it on the Wii. It made more numbers because the Wii was selling a lot more. Compa- you know, more, more units compared to the fucking N sixty four and GameCube combined. So over time, that franchise was making a lot of money. Whatever the case, and. But- but 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 to say that it caused a downfall, no, it, it didn't it didn't cause a downfall for it. The only thing it probably caused a downfall when probably after five, when they thought Resident Evil fans wanted action and then they did it with six with more action and everything else, that it lost the score identity, then it fell out when it comes to players, not the whole fucking franchise itself. No. It was like, still making money.
0: Even even if you're gonna argue n- not even financially, if you're just talking about quality wise, the yeah um the downfall of the franchise okay let's actually analyze that Mm -hmm. so you're like oh well resident evil 5 really kind of missed the mark with resident evil games there are a lot of people like a lot of the lore people like resident evil 5 because it's so important to the main story but i don't i don't i just i'm looking at the game itself is really what i care about right right Um, resident evil 5 as a single player game is really really lame Mm -hmm. and then you have resident evil 6 which is terrible right but What about the Resident Evil spinoffs that came after four? Revelations one and two are both incredible games. What about Resident Evil seven and eight? Those are both like we've gotten way more good Resident Evil games since four Mm -hmm. than bad ones. And five, I don't even think I'd call. I think in single player, it's a really weak game. Yeah. And I think in co-op there's, there's a lot of fun to be had in co-op mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of story important kind of things for those that, that are really into that, but I don't think I'd call it a bad game. Six is a bad game in my opinion. Like, I don't even think it's a bad resident Evil game. I think it's a bad video game. Damn. I think it's just, t- I think it's totally. I told people it's just,
1: uh, I told people it's, it's not a bad game. It's just not a good resident evil game in general. And,
0: like, and I can understand that. Yeah. Like I really just, I did not, buy anything it was selling i I, it just was (laughs) not something i enjoyed at all fair
1: enough
0: (laughs) um but yeah another another episode talking about resident evil 4 yeah if you guys are tired of us talking about resident evil 4 uh all i can say is too bad (laughs) because it's not that's not gonna be something that goes away
1: yeah we're (laughs) we're we're, we're, the the game is approaching in, in the next month or so so
0: oh yeah yeah oh yes it we're,
1: is we're gonna be talking about it real soon
0: y'all just yeah. want to get more annoyed about it there's someone i might want to have on for that oh boy but it's not a creator i might want to have someone on for it but it's not a creator
1: oh this is interesting <laughs> it might
0: be our first non-creator that i I want to have on i don't want to say anything yet because i don't want to get anyone hopes up but um I'll, obviously josh and i will talk about it but yeah. <laughs> um Josh, did you have anything you wanted to close out with before we end the podcast since we've gotten through every topic? Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: Nope. Uh nah. be good uh, to each other. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just be uh kind to each other because people are crazy these days on the internet just to just to say proof of point. Uh people well, here's a funny thing. So I was looking at one guy's video, right? He did like a uh a bracket for
0: uh on tiktok and oh the of, the video game bracket yeah. i've been seeing that everywhere
1: yeah so like um i tried it it was fun and another friend of mine goshen he did it and he had a thing that came out it was like Uncharted 3 versus street fighter 2 he picked street fighter 2 because like that game is goaded you know that's how person- do you even
0: compare those two games right
1: those, those couldn't be more different it was so it was so odd so anyways one guy left a comment on his page and he was saying uncharted 3 is just a better game it's more superior than street fighter 2 and i was just like it was funny God. i said I, and I, I i had to be like i said yes I, I said bro you sound like a fortnite player and i <laughs> oh, said God. that and then when i checked this page he actually was a fortnite player which made him more there
0: tally. you go well hey i mean you weren't wrong
1: yeah and then, and then and then he goes like oh you're being toxic you you're the one saying uncharted 3 was superior and to be honest Unlike, uh, uh, you know, compared to the first game, you know, that was already weak. I tried three is not... I tried three is, like, below two. Like, no one talks about uh, three so passionately.
0: Normally, it's two is most often considered the best, I think, by most... And, again, I haven't played on chart. This is just the general consensus. It's two, four, and then usually three, one, I would say. But, like, honestly, I think, really, the take-home is how... How do you argue that Uncharted Three is objectively superior to Street, to Street Fighter Two? There is no basis to compare those that, two you, games you, on.
1: You cannot. That, They're incomparable. You, you cannot. We're talking about Street Fighter Two that got better. Over time, within the, me, many new updates and such, they added new characters yeah. and everything else. And still to this day, if you go to a fucking arcade, if there is a Street Fighter Two machine, you bet your ass that's just gonna be. But, cool. There's a line for that shit.
0: There's I'm, yeah. I'm. Hold on. I'm. I'm talking more like, how do you compare a fighting game oh, no. to a single player game? Oh, no. I don't, I don't understand that fundamentally. Oh, no. That doesn't make any sense oh, no. to me. Oh no, it
1: doesn't. You're saying, cause you're saying it's superior than it. And it's like, how can you say it's superior? You don't even know the impact of how big of a deal Street Fighter 2 is. It still is. You can't even compare. Yeah. You, you, you can't compare at all. Uncharted 3, it's a fighting game, but are we still talking about it in retrospect
0: now? We're not. We're not talking about it at all. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't even, yeah, I, I'm i'm more fundamentally like i don't think you can you can say what like for for games that are two two completely different genres how can you say that one game regardless of what they are is better than the other thanks it just it just unless there's like huge quality differences but they're both like top i I don't know it's just people with fucking dumb comments i i don't even know why i'm paying it any attention just that's just (laughs) silly um but yeah be good to each other too uh there you go street fighter 2 and 3 resume 4 hi-fi rush please play hi-fi rush please exactly. that's that's what i want to end on play hi-fi rush
1: Hi-Fi resolution,
0: <laughs> gamers if you want to uh reach out to us you can reach out to us at time game podcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to josh and i um on our you know tiktok accounts youtube whatever we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear uh your opinion of the podcast and please if you're enjoying the podcast please consider giving us a rating um those help everywhere especially spotify and apple Podcasts. those are a big help um so yeah thank you guys for listening to episode 29 of the time tag game podcast we love you very much and i have my cat pumpkin in my lap right now (laughs) with that we're gonna end the podcast cue the wario land 4 song right now